The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning. My name is Rob Daniels, and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week right here on 98.5. The new season of Coke Studio is here. We're launching with the Coke Studio anthem, Be Who You Are, conducted by Grammy-winning American multi-instrumentalist, singer, and composer John Batiste, and featuring Colombian musician Camilo, Korean pop sensations New Jeans, and American rapper J.I.D., Hello, this is John Baptiste, and you can listen to my new song right now on Spotify. Click or tap to listen. CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 27 of 2023, and show number 1,185 if you keep track that way. This week, we are looking at the music from the 1978 classic Superman the Movie. Now, joining me this week is a hero in his own right, in this great hall of radio, or as, as somebody might say, in this great hall of radio, I give you Jason Drury. Jason, welcome to this week's show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning and glad to be here once again. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, you know, what needs to be said other than Superman the movie? In 1978, you couldn't turn and not hear about the film or know the phrase, you will believe a man can fly. I didn't see the film in 1978 in the theater, although I do remember seeing it on TV a few years later and being hugely impressed with the music. Now, of course, back then I was coming off the euphoria that was Star Wars. So hearing the Superman theme was amazing. Now, one thing I do remember was hearing my mom say, that theme is a ripoff of Star Wars. I remember thinking to myself, well, of course it sounds like Star Wars because it's John Williams. I also remember having the uh, the Eric Kunzel album Star Treks, which featured the the opening theme to Superman. So, Jason, when did you first become aware of the 1978 film Superman? 
Well, I remember what I remember reading an article about it when it first came out. But to be honest, the first Superman film I saw was the second one in the cinemas. I did not see the I only saw the first one after I saw the second film when he appeared when he, when he appeared on television on, on, on ITV all those all those years ago. And immediately I was impressed. Absolutely, it was, it was what you, just, you look at it these days, and it's one of those epic films. Yeah, it has has a real epic feel to it, and every time we watch it now, it, it has it draws you in. So you know, in, in as, as as an epic movie, in, in a similar feel to like Stop or Start at the Motion Picture is like. It yes, is, it, it has it has that feel of real grandeur and and an event. Yes, it's such a such an important movie, and of course we can't. I cannot not do it by mentioning Matt mentioning John Williams's score. Of course, it is at the peak of his career. He's just done Star Wars, Jaws a few years earlier. Oh, John cool. Williams at his peak. John Williams at his best, and it's just an amazing recording. I would I would totally agree with you on that. Uh, it's one of those scores that you uh, you, you sit back and you go, this was. This was, um, this was post Star Wars, and the man was just on top of his, his yeah. game when it came to to that. And you know, I mean, what what more? And, and the film itself, I mean, it again, it's it's it goes back to that whole "you will believe a man can fly" kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yes. And Christopher Reeve at that time was kind of an unknown. Yeah. And and if you look at the documentary of it, how, how it, the making of the Superman film, he showed how much he brought into it. He did a lot of stuff post production. Mm-hmm. He, he deserved, in a way, an Oscar nomination for what he, for what he did in that film. I he agree. Was, he did. He did so much to make that film work, and it is you know, it's, it's, a, it's an incredible achievement. And also, talk, going back to the score, it is one of those. I always feel a great score is a score which you listen to and had to, and you don't need to see the film. It's got a visual to tell what's going on on the screen. Exactly. This film does that in space. I, I listened to this. I didn't have a chance to see the film again this week, but I did listen to the score mm-hmm. and I knew exactly what was going on. Exactly. On screen without even seeing the visuals. It is that. It is such an. It's one of the great John Williams perfection scores. It just. It's. It's a time like a couple of two years later, he does Empire Strikes Back. You know, I think he also on the recording sessions as well. He, he also did the re recording of The Fury at the same time with wow. the same orchestra. Uh, you know, he did he, he, he done the score for The Fury in LA, and of course, in those days, he used to do some the, re, the soundtrack albums, they did re recordings. Yes, and and I know in the same sessions of the of Superman, he also recorded the album for The Fury. So it is it, absolutely amazing. It's an unbelievable mix of London Symphony Orchestra and Eric Tomlinson on the scoring stage. It just, it was just, it was just magic. It was just magic. Yeah. When you, and like I said, and you think of the era that this is coming from and, uh, and, and Williams just being at the, at the absolute peak of his popularity, mm-hmm. essentially reinvigorating the whole world of, of the, the film score. Yeah, I mean, up and up until like up until about seventy seventy seven, it was kind of I don't know if I, if the word is languishing because I, I keep it was, thinking it was about... it had people like Bob Dylan getting Oscar nominations. Yes, it, was, it, it, it had that feeling that the, the epic romantic score disappeared or was being shunned, probably in a similar way to it is today in some ways. Mm-hmm. But but John Williams with Star Wars reinvigorated it. Exactly, people kept saying. 
and as we super friends, see, people keep saying that earlier, it was just you know matching up corn gold and that, and you know, but he invigorated it to put in school. And I says, I, I keep saying a lot of people, if it wasn't for John Williams and his work on Star Wars and Superman and, and the films in that era, he may not have had composers like James Horner appear on on, on and the nominations of Elmer Bernstein, John Jerry Goldsmith. His his work kind of made people help people get, revive their careers, more or less, in some ways. Because Goldsmith, I think, was languishing for a lot of the time. You know, in the 70s, he was doing some good stuff. Most, most of the time in the 70s, he was doing TV stuff. Yep. So it was such an important, sort of important era, sort of importance to remember how, how important John Williams is to, to film music yep. right, up, right up to today. Exactly. I mean, just just recently with, uh, with Dial of Destiny. Mm. I mean, he has not lost a step. And uh, and it's it's good it's good to hear that, but I mean listening to Superman I mean as Superman was was the the introduction to my show before I had a theme, so it was it was it was you know when people would 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 hear the show they'd hear the Superman theme and that was the cue to start Visions and Sound and that was a standard for many many years afterwards until I had a, a couple of composers come in and do do uh, themes for the show. It's one of those themes, which I think even non-film music fans know, if you hear that theme, it, oh, it's Superman. Yep. It is synonymous, you know, even it, it, yeah, the, the choice in, in film, I think even in for example, for the Flash, recent Flash, yes. the composer, Benjamin Wolfish, could have used Hans Zimmer's music. No, it was a sequence where you saw, it is possible, you saw Christopher Reeve appearing on there, and he uses the Superman, John Williams' Superman theme. It is synonymous with Superman, it's just as much as Christopher Reeve is to that part and what he did. So Precisely. Well, you know what? Let's not talk about it anymore. Let's have a listen to the uh, to this 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 master, masterful score. Masterpiece. Exactly. So let's let's like I said, without further ado. Let's dig in. This is a celebration of the 45th, 45 years, man. 45 oh, years. Hard don't to believe. Do, don't hard. do this to me. <laughs> no, don't do this to me. It's like. I, I, was, I was eight. Yeah, so was I. So it's like, uh, it's a long time ago, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 45th anniversary of Superman here on Visions and Sound this week. What more needs to be said? Here we go. Just draw, draw back the curtains. Yeah. All right, Jason. Right. Thank you. 
something is in the air. Can you smell it? It's a hot dog summer at Global Pet Foods. Take it all in with us. The warm days, cool breeze, grilled meat, and lots of treats. Get your pet's cottage, camping, and hiking ready with the proper supplies for the season. We're talking stuff for sun protection, water safety, and temperature regulation. Whatever your summer calls for, we'll fetch it for you. Sprint on over to your pet's favorite store, Global Pet Foods, today.
right hour. Can you hear me? bit of music from the 1978 film Superman the movie that's music of course by the great John Williams joining me on this week's show is Jason Drury and uh, oh I'm gonna let the let the uh, I'm gonna stop the music here for just a second Jason are you there you can hear me I can hear you just perfectly thank you for good, good. yeah we're, we're trying an experiment tonight so uh, if you heard Jason speaking there for a couple of couple of seconds yeah, we're doing something a little bit different tonight in regards to to uh, um, playing the music and him being on on uh, Skype as well. I mean, he sounds like he's in the studio, but he is actually on Skype. So welcome back to Visions and Sounds. As this week we are celebrating the 45th anniversary of Superman the movie. Now, the film stars the virtually unknown, at least at the time, Christopher Reeve, which I actually think was the idea. Reeve was an unknown actor, and the credit and the credits and nearly every trailer for the film list Marlon Brando and Gene Hackman before Reeves. So, looking back at it now, Reeves was the perfect choice for Superman. Originally, get this: Robert Redford, Clint Eastwood, and James Caan were all offered the role of uh, the title role. The three obviously turned it down. Redford wanted too much money. Eastwood said he was too busy. And Khan said, there's no way I'm getting into that silly suit. So, yeah, uh, for me, the the film just hit all the the right marks. Um, uh, There's a specific sequence that I particularly like, and it's the the date at Lois's apartment. Mm. And he wants to tell Lois that he's Superman. They actually, there is an isolated scene that you can find on YouTube where his posture changes and he just, and, and the whole facial expression changes. And it's not just the removal of the glasses. There's a whole lot more into that performance. Now, it turns out that David Prowess, who uh, um, is best known as the, the, um, the body actor for Darth Vader in the Star Wars films... And Green Cross Coburn, UK. Yes, <laughs> and that as well. He uh, he actually taught um, the physical acting to Reeve for the uh, for the movie. 
So there's that. It shows a quality of the actor, Reeve, how he can make to change his change his posture, and he's a completely different person. And it's it, what 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 he's such a terrific actor. Oh yeah. And considering also thinking what happened to him later on in his in his life, he he, he was an absolute wonderful performer, wonderful guy as well. And it was such a shame what happened to him. And he was a really really good actor. And yes. probably was highly underrated. And as I think I said, he deserved an Oscar nomination for the performance. What, what he did away from it. And he made super, he made Superman work. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing was, is that at the time, uh, comic book movies were kind of looked as looked at as kiddies fair. They were the, they were the, the ones, the, the kind of movies that, you know, you send the kids to for, for an afternoon. Yeah. They, they weren't expecting great performances and, but they got one in Reeve. I will say that. It's important. The first line of the film is important because it sets the tone. I think Barnard Brown said, "This is not. This is not fantasy." Yes. And it, and it kind of set the tone immediately. This is this is not a campy. This is not like Batman or Adam West Batman. This, exactly. This is, this is a proper serious film, and it really, from that point onwards, you knew what was what was happening. It was going to be a very important movie, and we've got we've got also at this time mentioned Mitchell Donner, the director, who did such of a course. terrific work, and he was. And how poorly he was treated, particularly because remember, when they when they filmed Superman, he also filmed Superman two concurrently. Yeah. And unfortunately, he had problems with the producers, the Sulkins. He got sacked, and um, Richard Lester came in and made it a bit more campy in a way, and more some of the some city city things happening. But at least Donna had a chance to rectify that. I think he's still in director's cut for the second film, which is most of the. the it featured most of the material which um, he filmed before he was sacked right. while he was working on Superman. And also, and it gives me a nice picture because I remember when, when I was in Canada beforehand, we went to Darker Falls and there was, a, in, there was a Darker Falls sequence in the second film. Yep. And the actual boat you see on the Darker Falls is still going strong, I noticed. And I was well, I was absolutely delighted to see that cool. from Superman. That's the same boat they use <laughs> to drive people to buffet people into, into the falls. Yep. It's still going today. And I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Well, why don't we continue on with some more music from the uh from uh, from the, the score to Superman the movie from nineteen seventy eight as we are celebrating the forty fifth anniversary. But before we do if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that we do play here on Visions in Sound, by all means, you can contact me, of course, at visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also find me on my website at visionsinsound.ca, where the show will appear in approximately about two hours' time. And from there, you can also go on to Good Pods, which is a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices. And you can also try Apple Music, among many other of the... And, and just try a podcatcher. You never know where you might find me that way. Anyway, we're going to continue on with a bit more of the music from Superman the Movie. Thank you. 
again with a little bit of music from the 1978 film Superman, the movie. That's music, of course, by John Williams. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. And you can also find me on GoodPods, a downloadable app for your phone or other type devices. And I am also available on GoodPods and and Apple Music as well. So, like I said, if you're interested, you can go on the website. Like I said, there is actually a sale going on right now on my website if you want to be stylish this summer and check out all the wonderful little um, stuff that's there. You want to get a shirt. You can get hoodies for the fall. Gosh, we're talking about fall already here in any case. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff. So like I said, sale going on right now. Check it out. Visionsandsound.ca. So like I said, I'm going to continue on with some more music from said film Superman the movie with music by John Williams. And we'll be back with Jason just to wrap up the show in just a little bit. So here we go. season of coke studio is here we're launching with the coke studio anthem be who you are conducted by grammy-winning american multi-instrumentalist singer and composer john batiste and featuring colombian musician camilo korean pop sensations new jeans and american rapper jid hello this is john batiste and you can listen to my new song right now on spotify click or tap to listen
little bit of music from the 1978 film. That's music, or Superman the movie, that's music by John Williams. Well, now the legacy of, of Superman the movie is hard to deny. And Jason, I'm sure you'll agree with me that watching this film over the years that, I mean, say what you will about Henry Cavill, I have to admit my Superman will always be Christopher Reeve. He's the definitive Superman, and I, I still gives you memories now of the John Williams concert I went to see at Warrabah Hall a few years ago. Unfortunately, John Williams was unable to attend due to he was he, he uh, was taken ill. Mm-hmm. But I do have wonderful memories hearing that score, that theme, and wonderful theme performed by London Symphony Orchestra. It's a it's a, such a great theme and. It's, you know, they are my favorite film orchestra of all time. And if you've just heard tonight, the music is some of the best film music ever composed and ever recorded. It is so, so good. And it's a real credit to the legacy of the great John Williams. Exactly. No, the thing is, is that, you know, when when I could have, when I'm thinking about this for, for the, and I mentioned this, this was, this was originally the theme for my show. When I when I first started back in in two thousand, wow, that's a long time ago. But in any case, I could have chosen Star Wars. I could have chosen any other theme, but for some reason, the Superman theme just seemed like the right theme to play. And oddly enough, I didn't realize this until just recently. My theme actually has the same cadence as the Superman theme because what happened was, I was doing a Crisis on Infinite Earths, and when I when I combine the two themes together suddenly it was like hey wait a minute my theme is at the same cadence as the as the as the uh, as the superman theme so thank you austin austin wintry who is the composer of my well well the irony is in fact john williams composed two themes of superman yes. and in the end it's just a very similar thing to happen to the lost ark he said he, he used both of them so yeah. the both two themes he used composed for superman as the art is the superman theme put together Precisely. So it's 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 fun because you have that, you know, can you read my mind theme and then you've got the main the main, you know, Superman theme. So it's it, yeah, it's it's kind of cool to to see to see that process. I mean, to to do that with uh, with um, I'm sorry, with the Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. as well. I mean, you, he wrote two themes and then, you know, hey, you yeah. utilize them. Yes, he wants more more details about it. Bowman's goes get a lot of that and release. Look at the notes, and he, yeah. it goes through details how he, he put together. Although and that that is not to dis that is not to to because originally my thought was to play the FSM yeah. release of Superman, mm-hmm. and that is in if you want a definitive Superman box set, if it's if you yeah. if you can find it, it's got Superman yes. Superman right up to from Superman to Superman four. And it has the Superman 88 television series on it as well. So definitely, definitely check that out. Well, you know, like I said, Superman the movie proved that some amazing work could be done with practical effects. And while not perfect, this was a wonderful debut for the Man of Steel. Mm. I mean, he did have his his serials and and, and the the television series in the 50s. But this, to me, was, was the definitive Man of Steel. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing of it's a, it's a wonderful tribute to practical effects done by Derek Meddings, who of course started his career with Jerry Anderson. So Precis- there's a link there. Precisely. Hey, cool, cool bit of information there. So well, that's all for us this week. Thanks for hanging in, those that did. 
Now, as we continue into 2023, I hope as you're getting on with your day, that you realize how just, just how awesome you are, or you know what? In this case, super. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there that can help and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me sometimes to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a huge team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, 1-844-HERE-247, and here247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Jason, I know you've been a busy man in the last little while, so let's see if you can let us know what's coming up for you. Well, this week, one my second part of my archive show I've done a few months back has come up on the line, but I've got a few things I'm finishing these shortly there is another interview which i've finished a week few weeks ago a few months ago has come out soon with the i did with pilot rto that's coming up i've also done a couple of interviews just about finishing this week and also i'm going to do an archive show so i've got plenty of stuff coming up soon on the cinematic sound podcast network and if you are subscribed to fsm i've got another interview up this month talking to uh Alex Belcher about his book on Extraction 2. So if you're a subscriber to FSM, have a look at that as well. Okay. Jason, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on this week. A real pleasure. Okay. We'll always enjoy being a guest on your show. Oh, well. My, my, my 3.30, getting up at 3.30 in the morning is all worth it to come <laughs> and do your show every well, week, every month. Thanks, Jason. Every time. Very much appreciated. So join me next week as we continue into July with the 50th anniversary of Westworld. So I'll end off this week's show with some more music from Superman. Now, in this case, this is where I f- kind of first, I won't say I first heard the theme here, but I first first really started to like it. This is from Star Tracks, the Eric Kunzel album. So I will end off this week's show with some music from that first album, and I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound. Up, up, and away.